A long, long time ago. Where are you dogs going? This was probably five, six years ago. I have a very weird level of fame, everybody. Uh, it's very limited, very regional. <laughs> and I always liken it to weekend weatherman fame, right? Like, uh, you sort of, you know that guy. You're not really sure where you know that guy. Uh, you don't even know if you like that guy. <laughs> weekend weatherman fame. Because uh, I was the... Uh, House MC at the comedy club for like I don't know how how long I was Lo longer than it should have been like ten years twelve years some shit like that and uh, some people just they just know me from coming to the club I've, I've been on TV shit ton I've been on the radio shit ton I'm I'm fairly uh, distinguishable <laughs> when you see me I'm uh, Pretty easy, pretty easy to see. Not not hard to forget kind of thing, right? And uh, so as a result, I, so, sometimes I get asked to do things. <laughs> One of the things I got asked to do was there was a um, charity event for multiple sclerosis. I believe that's it. Uh, yeah, good old MS, because uh, if I remember correctly, MS people can't be in the same room with each other. There's like, it's a weird autoimmune disease. I don't quite understand it, but they're not supposed to be around each other. It's kind of weird, right? So I got asked to do one of these benefits as a celebrity waiter. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'll uh, I'll do this. And when you're asked to do this shit, you're you're doing it for free, <laughs> out of the kindness of your heart. Uh, hey, can you take some time out of your Saturday night? I know, you know, Saturday night, you know, you're probably doing nothing. <laughs> do you want to come and volunteer to do some shit? on a Saturday night for free. And I I generally say yes to these things. I don't know what the fuck I put myself into a good portion of the time. I, I don't know what the fuck I've agreed to. But I'm like, okay, all right. Celebrity waiter. All right, I get it. Okay, these people, uh, they're, they, they've come for a dinner. I imagine the dinner's already been prepared because, you know, it's not one of these things where you can, you offer these people a menu. You're, you, we're not, it's not at an establishment that has like a fucking, like a work, active working kitchen or anything like that. It's like a one-off event. So I'm like, all right, so I'm just going to go and uh, I'm, I'm bringing food to these people. Right? You know, they ordered the chicken. I bring up, you know, I've catered before. I know how it's done, right? I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. I'll come, I'll do it. You're, the weird comedian dude's gonna serve people fucking their, uh, their beef brisket or whatever. I got it, got it, I got it. So I get there, 
And it's pretty much, it's me and uh, newscasters. It's always newscasters. I think there was one radio guy. There was someone, uh, as strange as it is, there was someone from the Whitecaps, the baseball team who I currently work for. <laughs> Funny. But I felt, um, I felt blindsided because <laughs> I was not a celebrity waiter. There was no waiting. There was no serving food. It was just, we essentially were goddamn dancing monkeys. <laughs> and um, we had to go around and like entertain people. And what we did is we got tips like if people liked what we were doing they would uh they would give us like notes like the your tokens or whatever they were called like people would go and they could buy like uh five tokens for five dollars and then if somebody did something that you liked you could give them a token or you could give them two tokens or whatever you could give them all your fucking tokens right and uh, I felt, like I said, I felt kind of blindsided by this because my talent is saying dirty words. I say fuck a lot and people often find it funny. I talk about my cockerito and people find it funny. But they're coming specifically to hear me talk about my cockerito. They're not coming to an MS charity benefit dinner to hear me talk about my cockerito. So I, I always feel weird out of place when I'm like, hey everybody, how's it going? Hope you're enjoying your meal. We're here for a good charity event. Now uh, let's talk about my cock. <laughs> right? You got grandma over there going, oh, oh my God. Is he gonna talk about his cockerito? Heavens to Betsy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm talking about my cockerito, you fucking bitch. <laughs> right? So I just, you know, I feel weird about it. So meanwhile, like these, um, I'm going to tell you guys, if you didn't, if you don't know this already, fucking TV newscasters are goddamn attention whores. That's why they got a job working on TV. So they could be in front of the camera all the goddamn time, have everybody's attention. Look at me. I'm reading words into a camera. Right? They all want to be the center of attention. It's just how it is. You're, you're not going to find one who doesn't. You're not going to find one who somehow has been damaged over the years and their self-esteem is shit. <laughs> and it needs to be constantly reinforced. <laughs> but a lot of them do have like some decent talents. Like they were probably like in drama class or fucking the choir or something like that. They're all fucking, uh, they got weird talents like that. So all of these people, they were like singing and dancing and shit. They're fucking straight destroying it. And I, I think I karaoke, karaoke the song. I think, maybe not. And uh, so I got, I got straight fucking destroyed, right? Like I, cause it was like a weird competition and whoever won the most tokens or whatever it was, they got, I don't know, little trophy of some kind and there was this chick god the fuck is her name she's on one of the like the local soccer mom shows J J jordan carson is that her name 
I think so. I think she tried to be like Miss Michigan or some shit, beauty pageant shit, and then she uh she she was on like the the face of four was like the local um contest to be like in commercials for the television station and do promotional shit for the station. I actually I interviewed for it, and of course I of course I didn't get it. Hey, what's your special tale? I could say fuck. <laughs> Is that good for TV? <laughs> you what? You can't say fuck on TV. Well, fuck this job. <laughs> Is that and she got the job. She won. She won that job, and that's how it kind of rolled over into some other shit. So she's on like the the local soccer mom show sort of thing. It's like her and two other newscasters. I mean, it used to be. I kind of know her, not super well. Very nice lady. They're all very nice people. They're all psychologically damaged, but they're all very nice people. <laughs> and so I think she won because she fucking she was a good singer and performer and all that kind of shit. I'm not that person. But you know who got asked to come back and host the fucking thing next year, the following year? Yeah, not any of those bitches. Me. I don't know. I don't know why they asked me to come back and host it. And thank God, uh, it was completely different. Like the next year was at a different venue. They had like celebrity people, but they weren't really having us do shit. And I, they, but I was the host. I had to get. See, I felt more comfortable with that. I, you know, I got on stage. I was introducing people. I was doing crowd work. <laughs> I'm, I'm making fun of shit and doing the goddamn silent auctions and things like that. And it was, a, it was a good time. And people, people seem to like that. I know I like that. But again, it's like you're volunteering your time. <laughs> well, do this shit for free. And I've done a lot of shit for free. I've hosted a lot of charity events for free I always felt bad about saying no, but then at the same time, I'm almost kind of like, fuck, um, there's never anything in return. <laughs> am I, what am I doing, social work again? <laughs> you know, you're just like, ah, there's got to be something. And there, there never is. There never is. Am I being a whiny bitch right now? Yeah, I, I admit it. I fully admit it. Sometimes you just gotta do shit out of like the kindness of your heart. And I have, and I do. And then sometimes you should get compensated in some kind of capacity. Am I saying you fucking break the bank? No, but I don't know. You guys, you know what I'm talking about. Hopefully. <laughs> Am I a whiny cunt? I should put that on, on the Twitter Elemental Podcast page. Is Stu a whiny cunt? <laughs> yes, no, definitely, absolutely. <laughs> He's a whiny cunt. Oh, man. My weekend weatherman fame is uh, slowly but surely dissipating. And in many ways, I'm kind of okay with that. I'm, I'm kind of okay with it. It is weird sometimes, like, you walk into stores and people who you don't know 
will talk to you about things and you're just like oh this is this is kind of i mean it's it's weird it's nice and it's weird at the same time so i can't imagine what it's like to be like incredibly famous right uh, speaking of incredibly famous, I was having text conversations with Roy Wood Jr. You're like, who the fuck is Roy Wood Jr., Stu? Roy Wood Jr. is a stand-up comedian who is a correspondent on The Daily Show. So if you watch The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, I'm sure you've seen Roy Wood Jr. Uh, he's been on uh, some television shows. He's done late-night stand-up spots. Very funny guy. The reason I was texting him today is because he... Uh, He's a big Miami Dolphins fan. I don't, I don't, his allegiances are weird to me. He's a Miami Dolphins fan, and then he likes the Chicago Cubs for baseball. He doesn't ever talk about basketball, and uh, I don't think he gives a fuck about hockey, but, uh, so he's a big Dolphins fan. I have some Dolphins merchandise that I've been trying to sell for a long time. And uh, it's just not. And I, I don't think it ever will sell. It's a Chad Henney. It's a Chad Henney helmet. Chad Henney was a quarterback for the Dolphins. He was really not that good. And then I have a commemorative coin for Richmond Webb, who is a Hall of Famer, but he's an offensive lineman. And for the most part, people don't give a fuck about offensive linemen unless they do something shitty. <laughs> so I'm, I was messaging him to ask him what was a good mailing address because I'm going to mail him those things. I'm like, I would rather have somebody who would appreciate them have them than them just sit here in my fucking house. So I'm going to mail him those those two items. Will he like them? Probably not. <laughs> like, why the fuck did Stu send me a Chad Heavy helmet? Fuck. Now I got a Chad Henny helmet. God damn it. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, no, it's your problem, Roy. <laughs> Roy has been on this podcast many, many years ago. And I will always remember him being on the podcast, first and foremost, because Roy is a, Roy is a very funny fellow. Uh, and he's a super good dude. As funny as he is, he's also a good dude. Uh, if you ever get a chance to see Roy, if he's ever coming to your town to do some stand-up, definitely go see him. He's probably top 10 for me. But uh, when we did the podcast, my goddamn Radio Shack tape recorder, the batteries in it died. <laughs> it's like mid-conversation, the batteries went to shit. I'm like, God damn it. So he found some bat. I think he actually had batteries. Because he records his shit. He's a goddamn professional and does what he needs to do. And he gave me some batteries to use in the meanwhile. But anyway, but anyway, uh, but hey everybody, hey everybody, it's me, yeah boy, Stu McAllister with me as always on the dogs. I got a wee dog here right next to me. I think Sadie Dog is in the kitchen uh, getting some water. Uh, the porch door is open. I see Cowcat out on the porch. I don't see Larry. Don't know where the hell bad Larry is. But uh, there you go. You guys are caught up. Uh, how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Hopefully it was a good day. Because it's uh, Thursday, uh, September 29th, last Thursday of the month, 2020 dose. Uh, hopefully it was a good day. Tomorrow is Friday. 
beginning of the weekend. Uh, hopefully it was good. Hopefully it was fun, exciting. Yes, yes, yes. If it was a bad day for you, have a beer, go to bed, wake up tomorrow, brand new day. Brand new day! It's a brand new day. It's a brand new day. I would t like to take this time to apologize to all of the Patreon subscribers. Uh, I was unable to do the Patreon yesterday. Uh, it was a long-ass day for yours truly. Long-ass day. It was like a... Turned into like a 12-hour day. And I came home and... Um, I pretty much fell asleep at like uh, 7 o'clock, 7.30 on the couch. I ate dinner and I was like, fuck. And I fell asleep. It sucks. It sucks, everybody. It sucks. But I've been getting up early and um, the, the last couple days, it's just me driving to the Detroit area. If you're brand new to the podcast... Uh, let me introduce myself. I'm Steve McAllister, the host of the Elemental Podcast. Uh, I used to do stand-up comedy for a living, used to do uh, social work for a living, and now I drive Dippin' Dot ice cream all over this great state of Michigan. And currently, people are like, ah, Stu, it's goddamn fall, winter. You guys are selling ice cream? Who the fuck's eating ice cream? And I'm like, well, we sell a lot of ice cream this time of year to uh, high schools and colleges, things of that nature. So, uh, Yesterday, I was driving to schools over on the east side of Michigan. So, the Detroit area was all over the fucking place. It's just a lot of driving. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, fuck, I hate driving, right? They're like, oh, God, I got a 30-minute commute to work. And I'm like, fuck. It's like today, sometimes your first stops are far away. Like, it was literally two and a half hours to my first stop today. So... Uh, so I apologize. I apologize. You, you guys pay me good money. If you guys are interested, uh, the Patreon is five bucks a month. And uh, what what is it still? Well, it's the same podcast. It's just more. <laughs> Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays, and I try to Patreon every other day. Um, does it always happen? No. But uh, is, it, is it worth your five bucks? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. But I need to try to make money somehow. <laughs> so there we go. So if you, if you give a shit, Patreon. It's a paywall. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It's like OnlyFans, but with a lot less nudity. And you're probably like, thank God, I don't need to see Stu's Cockerito. I know he jokes about it a lot. I don't want to fucking see it. <laughs> and you're like, all right. Well, there you go. Cockerito. Uh, funny story before I forget. The weather's taking a turn for the chilly, for the worse, frost, cold, bleh. I have a uh, window air conditioner in my, in my bedroom. I don't use it a ton, really. I, I choose to suffer. <laughs> but, uh, so I have one in there. And I, I went to take it out the other night. <laughs> ah, fuck, I'm an idiot. Um, so I go and I open up the window <laughs> and you guys probably already know where this is going. The goddamn thing tumbled out the window. <gasps> I live, my bedroom's on the second story, but outside the window that I use is 
the roof to the porch. I got a three-season porch. And so uh, it just fell, like, I don't know, a foot maybe, if that. And then it started to slide, but I think just because the roof has shingles on it, you know, it's, it's pretty bumpy, and it was, it was kind of preventing it from falling off, and it was still plugged in. I kept waiting. I'm watching this going, well, what can I do? But it didn't come undone from the plug. The plug, it never came out of the, the outlet, and thank God. But then it became me trying to pull this fucking heavy thing back in through the window, and it was not fun. But I got it done. It was funny to me. As weird as it is, I was laughing at the situation. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that uh, I was probably delirious from lack of sleep. And I'm just trying to roll with the punches, everybody. I'm just trying to roll with the punches. I can't control the fucking AC tumbling out of the window. But I got it in. I got it in. And it didn't seem the worst for wear. I guess I'll figure out when I got to use it next summer. So there we go. Uh, when I was driving around today, a couple things. Uh, this, I, I want to read you a text from my boss. Okay. I'm out, I'm, I'm out to, like, I've, I've talked about my boss before. I, I you know. I like my boss. I don't have a problem with my boss. I just am like, God, sometimes I'm just like, God damn it. Uh, so he shoots me some screen messages. He's like, oh, you got a new placement. Can you do it? And then he tells me where it is. He sends me screenshots of, of the address and the order. And then I just reply, do they know I'm coming? And he goes, two cases of each flavor. Yes, if you can. New freezer in school store. We did cafeteria a few, few years ago. Can you do it? Do not do it. <laughs> this is all while I'm fucking dealing with another customer. And I'm like going, oh, God. And I get out. and I'm, it, it was like this weird fucking story. This crescendo of do it, do it, do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And so I called him. I'm like, well, what's the problem? And apparently the school teacher is not going to be there. And, and it seems like school stores, there's one key. And if that teacher is gone, nobody's getting in that fucking school store. And I just don't understand how, like, the principal doesn't have the key. The head janitor doesn't have the key. The person in charge of security doesn't have a key. But whatever. So they're like, hey, you can't go. I'm like, well, why can't I just go and drop it off in, like, the front office, and then it's fucking there. But, you know, whatever. I had to go to another school, and I'm going to tell you this, everybody. If you want to break into a school, if you want to get into a school, incredibly fucking easy, everybody. Today, today, when I got to the school, there was a bus outside. Like, kids were going. They were hopping on the bus. I'm sure these are probably, like, the kids go to like vocational tech classes in a different building or whatever. And so they're kind of coming and going. So I, I, I'm coming into the school. I got my ice cream with me. It's a school I've been to numerous times. And the kids are opening the doors and I just grab the door and I walk in. And there's nobody fucking there. Every school that you go to, there's like a security guard of some kind. And the security guard was not there. And I'm just... 
walking down this hallway and nobody has stopped me. I mean, clearly, you can tell who I am. There's a big fucking Dippin' Dots van out in the front. I got the ice cream on a dolly. Just crazy. I was just like, it was just so weird. I actually had to hunt down somebody because the school store wasn't open. And I'm like, hey, you gotta find, can someone open this goddamn school store? It was, it was weird. I've said it a million times. If you want to break into a school, it's easy, everybody. It's fucking easy. Oh, Christ. So I'm doing a lot of driving today, everybody. A lot of fucking driving again today. It was like a 10-hour day, a lot of driving. And uh, I, I listened to... I have XM Satellite Radio that I subscribe to. I got a wicked fucking deal. Like th three years for like 50 bucks or 60 bucks or something. I don't know. It was, it was super cheap for three years. I'm like, all right, fuck. And uh, so I end up listening to a lot of sports talk. And there's a <clears throat> sports talk guy who's on CBS Sports Radio. His name is a Will Ryder. And the name of the, the podcast, well, or the radio show, it's called uh, Writer Than You, which I'm just like, ah, is that, is that what you want to go with? I mean, it just sounds, it sounds too weird to me, right? It sounds like you're almost like hinging on like some sort of like white, white propaganda. <laughs> I mean, you're not, but it sounds really fucking close, right? But I listened to it. I like the guy for the most part. They're talking about some shit. And I tweet at the guy. And, uh, yes, you know, whatever. You know, I give him my opinion, tweet at the guy. And then probably like an, a half hour later, hour later, he ended up reading the tweet. <laughs> he reads the tweet. And in my brain, I'm like going, oh, that sounds like what I tweeted him. And then he says my name. <laughs> he, he said my name wrong. <laughs> but he uh, he said my name and he read the tweet. I'm like, oh, hey, that's pretty cool. This guy actually fucking reads responses to him or whatever. So that was pretty nice. Because a good portion of the time, like bigger people, I just feel like there's someone who uh, runs their social media forum. You know, they don't necessarily do it themselves. Like they don't fucking have time or whatever. And, and I, and I 100% get that. I am like, uh, I, I, I truly believe that like, again, bigger name people, pe people, they shouldn't look at their social media. There's too many people who give their dumb fucking opinions and they're ranting or raving or they're critiquing or whatever. And it's like, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you with the fake name, the fake profile picture? I mean, I get dumb people like that. Again, I can't imagine someone with a, a, a crazy amount of fame. What the fuck they got to deal with? It's just got to be the worst of all fucking time. So you got to have like that middleman. You, you pay someone to look at this shit. I mean, the, oh, I've said it before. Social media should be fun, right? Like it can be informative and entertaining. But first and foremost, it should be fun for 
the consumer and it should be fun for the, the entertainer. Why do you want to deal with guys who are fucking dicks? So if I was a big name entertainer, I would be like, yeah, hey, you fucking filter out shit. Like a radio producer, when they're taking calls, when people want to call in, they're like, ah, you, you reached out 103.3. Ah, this is Stu, the producer. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about this. Ah, that's stupid. Go fuck yourself. And they hang up on you, right? You need a screener, a phone screener. You need the same thing for social media. Hey, I don't fucking like this because whatever. You suck my dick. Block. <laughs> Blocked. You're an asshole. Blocked. I'll t I had a, the post up yesterday, I think, where I was telling people how to deal. People talk about social media being toxic. Twitter is toxic. I'm like, is it? I don't have that experience. And I think it's because... I fucking, I'm not afraid to unfollow people, mute people, block people. I try not to be terribly toxic myself. There's a lot of shit right now on Twitter between Buffalo Bills fans and Miami Dolphins fans. They're all chirping at each other. And apparently a lot of it's getting um, pretty personal. Like people are attacking each other's like looks. And stuff like that. I'm like, because of a fucking football game? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. My fucking... My computer just went black. It died on me. Why? There it is. God damn It's weird how my computer does that. But they're chirping at each other. And I just... Uh, I refuse to engage in it. I'm not going to engage. I don't. Why do I want to fuck with Dolphins fans, right? I don't give a shit. Your your team won on Sunday. Great, good for you. Are they the better team? I don't fucking think so. Are they going to go 17 and 0? I don't fucking think so. Chirp all you fucking want. Who gives a shit? And that's when I'll start just doing mute. Block, unfollow, go fuck yourself. They need a go fuck yourself option on uh, Twitter where you like, you block someone, but before you block them, it just sends them a message that says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, let's have Stu come and host our fucking charity benefit show. He'll talk about his dick and say, go fuck yourself a lot. But sometimes, you know, there you go. Hey, go fuck yourself. And we're done, right? There are a lot of guys in the Bills Mafia who are fans of the Buffalo Bills who are huge fucking dicks. They're dicks. And so I just block, mute, unfollow. I don't care. I don't need any of that shit. You don't need any of that shit. Be smarter. Enjoy what you're fucking doing. I'm just trying to enjoy what I'm doing. And I, hey, if if you follow me on social media and you don't like what I do, feel free to block, mute, hit the go fuck yourself button. I don't care, right? I don't want to fucking be toxic to you. So if you feel that I am toxic, well then fucking hit that goddamn get the fuck out of here button. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Hey, uh. For those who live in the West Michigan area, hi Sadie. 
For those who live in the West, she was just staring me down. If you live in the West Michigan area, Grand Rapids specifically, uh, Cherry Health is doing a drive-through flu vaccine. So if you're all right with getting the flu vaccine, you can head over to Cherry Health's downtown clinic at 100 Cherry Street and uh, from 11 to 2 p.m. on Saturday, Saturday, October 1st, so two days from now. Go get yourself a flu shot. I got myself a flu shot. Uh, when I worked at the, I never really got flu shots before, but when I worked at the hospital a couple of years ago, they were like, yeah, if you want to continue working here, you're going to need to get a flu shot. I'm like, all right, I guess give me the fucking flu shot. So if you can get a flu shot for free, get the goddamn flu shot for free, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, we encourage everyone who, who can to get their flu shots as early as possible. Our drive through flu cl vaccine clinic at Heart of the City Health Center is a quick and easy way to prepare for this. Pre-registration for the clinic where the quadrivalent injected, Jesus, uh, injectable flu vaccine will be administered as requested. The walk-ins will be accepted. So if you want to do it, uh, go to their website, it kind of sounds like, and pre-register yourself. Which I'm sure if you just look up uh, Cherry Health Grand Rapids, you'll probably find it. Uh, it's first come, first serve. Consent forms required. Face masks required. Bring insurance card if you have it. Uh, the vaccine costs will be covered by Atlantis Foundation for participants who do not have insurance or their insurance does not cover the flu vaccine. So as simple as that, if you, if you need it uh, and you want it, again, check out Cherry Health. I know a lot of um, pharmacies are doing it. That's I got mine at Walgreens and I, uh, I think I, it was for free when I got my booster shot for COVID. So I just encourage you to get it. Listen, my dick grew probably like four inches after I got the fucking vaccine. So, uh, you know, I attribute my huge cockerito to the vaccines. Yeah. I had a two inch dick and now I got a four inch dick. <laughs> right? So that's, that's how it works, man. The vaccine did it for me. So thank you, uh, modern science. I am now protected from the flu and COVID and my dick got bigger. That's a very important. <laughs> I also had them inject it right into my dick. <laughs> hey, which arm do you prefer? Left, right? I prefer my dick. <laughs> what? Sir, why are you taking your pants down? Like I said, right in my dick. You sure you don't want it in your ass? No, my dick. <laughs> my dick. <laughs> oh, funny. I, uh, someone on Twitter, speaking of someone I muted, someone on Twitter had this video of this woman who apparently is an actress in Canada. I did not know who she was. She was not recognizable to me. She was making the video. It was like a 40-second video. It was not very long. She's just talking to the camera. And she's saying that she got the vaccine. And then she goes, yeah, two weeks later, I contracted Bell's palsy. And for those who don't know, Bell's palsy is like when part of your face uh, is paralyzed, right? 
and you don't have control over the muscles on one side of your face. It's almost kind of like you had a stroke or something, I guess. But uh, she's just talking about it, and she blamed it on the vaccine. But then at the end, she's like, well, I got, I'm, glad, I'm still glad I got the vaccine because, um, uh, you know, th- this is what's going to make everybody safe. And the person who, like, retweeted is like, imagine being so brainwashed that uh, you're okay with getting Bell's palsy. Like, they were kind of like an anti-vaxxer. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Can you get Bell's palsy from the vaccine? I've never heard of that. I mean, maybe that's a thing. Is it? Do any of you guys know? Let me see. Vaccine. Let me spell vaccine correctly. Vaccine. uh, Bell's palsy twitter well i don't know uh, 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 it says here in both the moderna and pfizer coronavirus disease 2019 vaccine clinical trials conducted at 99 centers across the united states bell's palsy was listed as a possible side effect so i don't know maybe she did maybe she did get it to me i'm like going how are you fucking blaming it he's two weeks later I mean, doesn't that seem like too too lengthy of a time to contribute or attribute one thing to the other thing? Two weeks? I mean, I'm no scientist, clearly. I, mean, I don't know, it seems weird. I don't know. I guess I would, to be perfectly honest, everybody, clearly I have. I have risked my life. <laughs> I have risked the possibility of contracting Bell's palsy because I've had uh, the initial vaccine and then two booster shots, so whatever. I don't believe Bell's palsy uh, is also like uh, long life lasting. Like I don't think it lasts forever. I've known I've known some people who've had it. John Heffron had a comedian had Bell's palsy. I, don't know. I mean, it's it's very weird, I'm sure, and it's very uncomfortable, I'm sure. But I think it just eventually kind of goes away. I don't know. Do I, are there any doctors who listen to this? any fucking failed doctors? Because I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you you cannot be practicing medicine right now. You're not smart enough. You've probably committed fraud. <laughs> if you if you're a doctor listening to this podcast, you're not getting anything from this podcast. Except some good dick jokes. That's about it. Uh, there is a, I, I never watched this show because I'm just too goddamn old for when it came out. Because it's a kid's show. It came out. When did this show came? Uh, 1992. So I was, uh, I was 22 years old when the show was created. Uh, and it's for kids. And clearly uh, an adult should not be watching this show uh, uh, on their own without any children. I'm talking about Barney, the purple dinosaur. Like, I'm aware of it. Like, what is it? You love me. I love you. You love me. I love you. Ah, whatever. Um, They're making a documentary about it. Stu, why are they making a documentary about it? Well, it's a good question. Apparently it was relatively controversial. Like people fucking hated this show for some reason. I'm like, what? Why? Why would? I mean, it's not clearly it's not f- for everybody. Like, 
Again, as a 22-year-old man, there's no reason I should ever fucking watch this show. And I never have, but because it was such like a cultural phenomenon, I was like aware of it. There's a lot of shit that I've never seen, but I'm aware of it. Uh, I did not know. Apparently it launched the acting careers of Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez. I did not know that. But uh, the show was created in 92 by Cheryl Leach, Kathy Parker, and Dennis DeShazer. Barney stands for inclusion, acceptance. You should love everyone. We all have Cheryl Leach to thank for that. It says a line in the trailer which asks, Why does the world love to hate? Apparently this documentary is going to be coming out October 12th on Peacock. I don't know if you're going to need to have the the, the fancier one. But apparently like the, the guy who played Barney was getting like death threats? Like what the fuck are you threatening the guy who plays Barney for? guy's name was Bob West. What a name. They were violent and explicit. Death and dismemberment of my family, he says. They were going to come and find me and they're going to kill me. What? Because you played Barney? Because Barney's the kind of character who was like, oh, we should all be good to each other. Or did, did Fred Rogers get these kind of fucking death threats? Because, I mean, that's what Fred Rogers was about, too. I'm going to play the trailer here. Let's see what... I haven't watched it. Let's see what it's about. There we go. Maybe. Playing on YouTube. All right, here we go. It just exploded nationwide. It was a cultural phenomenon. What color is happier than purple? What what color is happier than purple? What the fuck are you... What? So does that mean Prince was the happiest guy alive? I don't believe that. Barney, this is what he sounded like. Barney stands for inclusion, acceptance... You should love everyone. We all have Cheryl Leach to thank for that. As her love character was heading into the stratosphere, people couldn't accept that this was just a show, and, and so let the bashing begin. Some of the rumors that I heard, Barney hides drugs in his tail. They were violent and explicit. Death and dismemberment of my family. I love you, Barney. They were going to come and find me, and they were going to kill me. Just the dark side of this whole moment. That must have devastated Cheryl. There was something larger going on here. I don't think you could ever think somebody would go and shoot someone. See, now when I'm... When I heard, like, oh, the dark side of Barney, like, I'm thinking, oh, like, there was, like, drugs and sex and child abuse and shit like that on the set, but it's it sounds like it's more like just fucking assholes who needed the go fuck yourself button on Twitter. Really? Fuck you. Fuck you, you fucking angry asshole. This is a kid's show for kids trying to tell everybody to get the fuck along with each other. If you don't like that, it's because you're a fucking, you're a whiny bitch cunt. <laughs> you are a whiny bitch cunt, motherfucker. Will I watch this? I don't know. I wouldn't, but now I'm kind of interested. It's a two-part docu-series, which I don't like that. Just give me the fucking whole thing in two hours or less. I'll sit down and I'll watch it. This thing, this does not need to be an eight-part docu-series. This does not need to have a spin-off of it. None of that shit. No, I got like a lot of like, like comedically hating Barney and comedically saying, "Oh fuck yeah, Barney was fucking doing." rails of cocaine in the bathroom or I mean shit like that's funny it's funny to think about like 
there was a, I saw a video yesterday, and I'd seen it before, but like Peyton Manning was on Saturday Night Live, and you know Peyton Manning's always kind of had this good reputation as a good guy, whatever. And they were like doing this whole thing where he just kind of was like an asshole, like the complete opposite of his reputation. Because it was funny. It was funny to do it like that. And he was in on the joke, thank God. Whatever. Did any, did any of you guys watch Barney as a kid? I know there's a couple of you that are younger, a lot younger than me, so maybe you did. And I don't know, maybe some of you are like my age and you had kids who watched fucking Barney. I can't imagine Barney would be bad. I mean, it would be bad only in the sense of like, there'd be songs that were on Barney that probably drove you fucking nuts because the kids just wanted to hear it all the goddamn time. Other than that, it's just Barney, Purple Dinosaur, whatever. Uh, 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 no, 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 no. All right, there was Coolio died yesterday. How awful would it be that you learned that Coolio died from this podcast? Holy fuck, what, Coolio died? Yeah, apparently he had a heart attack in his buddy's house. He Sounds like they were eating dinner or something. He goes to use the bathroom and he didn't come back and they go check on him and he's like fucking dead in the bathroom. 59, apparently he had a heart attack. There's more to it, but I didn't, I didn't look into it. I don't really care. I like Coolio enough, like Gangster's Paradise. But beyond Gangster's Paradise... I don't think I knew any of his other songs. I mean, maybe he did, but Gangster's Paradise is the only one that I know. And apparently he had a beef with uh, Weird Al, because Weird Al did uh, Amish Paradise or whatever. Like, wh how are you going to have a beef with Weird Al? You should be goddamn flattered. I hate to say it. If Weird Al is going to take your song and make a parody of it, well, you, you made it. You made it, you dumb, dirty dick. Right? Fucking relax, Coolio. You're not any fucking good. You had stupid hair. You had one good fucking song. And now you're dead at 59. You you're, you're, you outlived your career by like 30 fucking years. <laughs> relax, Coolio. Who, 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 had, uh, who had a better career? Fucking Coolio or uh, MC Hammer? Because I... I see them as being like the same kind of career, right? They had like one song that crushed. I know a lot of people will put MC Hammer in with Vanilla Ice because their shit came out at the same time. But I see MC Hammer and Coolio being much similar. Ah, well, let me know. Let me know if you give a fuck. Do you give a fuck about Coolio? Coolio's, I mean, I'm not happy that he's dead. I mean, I, I like the fucking one song. But he really wasn't a dude I'd thought about in probably like a decade or whatever. Apparently Marjorie Taylor Greene's husband filed for a divorce. How awful would that be to be married to someone who is just like a lightning rod for controversy? Like everything they fucking do, everybody's like, are you fucking dumb as shit? Like pretty much everything she does you're just like, fucking Christ, you're stupid. So I can't imagine being married to that. Apparently they've been married like 29 years. They, they met while they were in college together. They got three kids together. Fuck. I, I, I don't blame the dude, man. It, it's it's got to be pretty hard on the spouse. 
And every day you should just come home and go, Marjorie, what the fuck were you thinking today? Stop doing this dumb shit. Think of the children, you fucking, you loon. All right, I'm going to end on this, though. It's the sedly, seven, the sedly, seven deadly sins of giving a speech. Now, I know a lot of people hate it. I'm not a huge fan of it myself. Again, I'm, as, as a person who gets up in front of people or did uh, and says dumb shit, you'd be surprised surprised by my response but not a huge fan of it I can do it I always need to try to throw jokes in if I gotta be serious about shit I'm fucked I'm fucked still you can't talk about your dick you can't say fuck and you can't make people make fun of people in the front row well, what the fuck what the hell am I doing up there then <laughs> alright here are the seven deadly sins of uh, giving a speech, not committing, like not acting confident. All right, yeah, I get it. Sometimes it truly is the, the, the fake until you make it. So if you're up st on stage and you at least look confident, like you believe in yourself and believe in what you're saying, and people are like, yeah, okay, I'll buy that shit. So yes. Uh, number two, being inappropriate or offensive. Well, I'm fucked. I'm, I'm fucked. Of course I'm going to be inappropriate. Inoffensive. Uh, it says here different occasions have different boundaries. If you're given a toast at a bachelor party, that's a different standard. But they're like, it's always better to be safe than sorry. And I'm like, well, not for me. I'm taking that one to the limit. Speaking too quickly or too slowly. I yeah, I get that. I have uh, I've often been accused of speaking too quickly. Like I got for speech. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm just trying to get through this shit. So, yep, no, I get it. I get it. Having a bad opening. <laughs> All right, so I got to fucking have, like, good jokes or some shit? Christ. All right. Yes, I, I do believe it's kind of like you start strong. I've said this to, to comedians in their acts. You start strong, you're end, you end strong, and then you're kind of up and down in the middle. Like the, 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 uh, the, how I had a much funnier and more successful comedian tell me this. They're like, they, they're, they say they want your best joke to be your last joke and your second best joke to be your first joke. So if that makes any sense to you. Okay. Not being prepared. Yes. You, you always need to come and be prepared. Don't wing shit. When uh, I would watch a lot of comedians and it was always like open micers, new guys. They'd always be like, what do you want to talk about? Like, fuck me, man. You had all goddamn day to think about this shit, and you're asking me what I want to talk about? I want to talk about you getting off the stage. You suck ass. So be prepared, yes, 100%. Uh, not playing to your audience. Huh, I don't know. What do they mean by that? The only thing worse than a journey voice small uh, snail reciting jokes at a comedy club is an overly excited office manager hilariously announcing layoffs. So try to tailor the energy and content of your speech to the occasion and the audience. Okay, so they're kind of like reading the room. Uh, why don't you just say that? Read the room. <laughs> and uh, the last one, reading the entire slide. Yes, you don't always need to read the fucking thing. Sometimes you can par paraphrase that PowerPoint, right? 
we all we all can fucking read. He could have sent this shit in an email. So all right, those are good things. That'll help prepare you. If you wanna if you wanna read into that more, go to uh, lifehacker.com. Life hacker. Jesus Christ, life hacker. Uh, all right, everybody, that's it. I'm done. I've drone, droned on too much. I didn't start strong. I'm not ending strong. I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys for listening to this shit. If you guys can do me a solid, a couple things. One, like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page. It's just Elemental Podcast. If you can do that, that'd be great. If you're on Twitter, I'll follow you back. I'll follow you back. How about that? Uh, if you consider uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon, like I said, five bucks a month. You can start whenever you want now. That's an option now. Apparently, I didn't realize it wasn't an option, but it's an option now. You can start today, and for thirty days, five bucks. So you don't have to start on the first. You can start whenever. So there we go. Uh, Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com. Search out Elemental Podcast. You'll find it. Uh, if you guys can check out my Macari store, that'd be great. Uh, I got sports shit. If you can check out my T Public, T E E Public, P U B L I C dot com, T Public. Search out Stew's Mafia. And I got four t shirts for sale. Go buy one of my t shirts. How about that? Uh, and then uh, these four things go check out. Uh, the Sunday Slaw on Facebook. That's Adam of 70 House. They eat a lot of fucking coleslaw. And they do Facebook Live videos of themselves eating coleslaw. So go check them out. The Sunday Slaw. Then stay on Facebook. Check out Magic JBM. That's my buddy John Midgley. John Badass Midgley. He's got a Facebook page for his magic. Magic JBM. So go check that out too. Go over to uh, Instagram and you can check out Bear Boards and Tables. That's my buddy Mark. He makes all sorts of shit out of wood. And he's got an Instagram page. He's got a Facebook page, but he's basically said, I'm more on Instagram. So go check him out. Bear boards and tables. That's bear like a grizzly. And then you'll see, probably you'll see a link to his Macari store. He's got a lot of shit for sale. And then last but not least, my buddy Matt Harper. He's got a page on Instagram and TikTok called uh, Matt Harper Art. He makes a lot of art. He's really focusing on these clay gnomes now. He's got a store on Etsy. Barefoot gnomes on Etsy. All these clay gnome things are very cool. So uh, go buy some shit from him. Matt Harper Art. Uh, that's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Titties. So uh, do those four things. Again, Matt Harper Art. TikTok, Instagram. Uh, bear boards and tables over on Instagram. Sunday Slaw on Facebook, Magic JBM on Facebook. And then, uh, like I said, if you guys can support me by the Patreon, the Macari, the T Public, that'd be great. I, I don't, I didn't say this on the, um, well, I, did, I said this on the Patreon, so maybe you guys didn't see this on the, the freebie. I haven't talked about it on the freebie. I got, uh, I did a short, well, a short, I got a 20 minute film. I was uh, one of the lead actors. It was essentially me and another guy. And uh, the director, Max Stallings, submitted this uh, short film to a couple film festivals, and it got accepted to the Portland Comedy Film Festival and the uh, Austin, Texas Comedy Film Festival. So that's really cool, right? It's cool. But then two days ago, you informed me that I, me, myself, Stu McAllister, got nominated for a Best Actor 
in the uh, Comedy Film Fest in Portland. So that's pretty sweet. So that's, uh, like, I asked Max, I'm like, how did I get, how did this happen? He's like, I don't even know, because I thought maybe he sent, uh, or, you know, then, hey, we would like to nominate Stu McAllister for Best uh, Performance in a Comedy Film. But he said the judges must have went through themselves and picked out five people. So it's me, uh, me and four other people. So uh, it's very cool, very cool, very cool. I'll let people know when uh, that is out for release, when people can see it online or whatever. So, uh, But thank you guys very much for listening. I uh, do appreciate it. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow for the Patreon. And uh, otherwise, I will see you on Monday for the freebie. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys later. Have a good day. Goodbye. Okay,